This is Blood Must Talk About Blood, the sibling-hosted podcast about CW's The Hundred. I am your brother host, Clay Keller. And I am the sister host of this little podcast. My name is Britt Keller. Well, yeah, okay. Do you have to, like, right off the bat, just, like, diminutize our, our, our podcast? Well, I did I was going to say something else, but then I lost what I was trying to say. Oh, and then okay. it, I said little podcast. I it's mean, technically, it's only rock. like a half rack. This is just a half season show so far. Everything yes. has to start little and then grow into something big. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, but one thing that was not little at all, Britt, was the season finale of season four of The Hundred called Prime Fire. Prime Fire. Big stuff. And Prime Fire happened. I thought, like, yeah. there was a tiny little chance that they were going to continue to dangle Prime Fire like, over us and let us not see what happened, you know? That it was uh-huh. going to be, like, a cut to black and we were going to have to wait. But they showed us what happened. But you I thought perhaps the, the hundred was going to take a take a page out of the Game of Thrones playbook and just say, uh, yeah, winter's going to come in seven years. <laughs> but it's still coming. It's but we're still, still preparing for Oh, it. winter is still definitely coming. Uh, no, Prime Fire shows up and in a big way and everything changes, uh, which is what we were expecting. But, and again, we can't just skip. We're right to the end, right off the bat. But No, no, uh, no. Let's, uh, let's I, go back to the start. Just to, tease, just to tease the end, I definitely did. I was kind of like, okay, yep, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. This is pretty much all what I expected. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, okay, a time jump. I was kind of expecting that. And then I was like, what? So they got you. I thought they got me. I, I thought I thought I was one step ahead the, 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 the whole way, but uh, that did not turn out to be true. So, Britt, this episode, I feel like we can be a little bit less stringent going through the plot uh, than we usually are because uh, there's not a whole lot going on plot wise. Uh, there's a lot of action, a lot of intrigue, not a lot of big twists and turns in this one. Just kind of a race against time or a race against extinction. A lot of checking the clock, checking yeah. the watch. A lot of looking looking at that ticking time bomb, but we open up uh, with... We open up basically how we're speaking now, um, yes. brother to sister, over over the internet, over the intercom. Uh-huh. That's all. <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah, we ha- we get a, a, a touching scene. But this is... is it, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is... Is this like the... Th- third scene we've had this season where Octavia and, and Bellamy have like a like a tearful goodbye I think Bob Morley said the line may we meet again seven times in this episode <laughs> they have so many emotional <laughs> like emotional goodbye scenes so many so but... many and then the line goes dead and uh Bellamy has to break the news to Clark that the the that the interference the uh, the atmospheric interference from Pime Pime I'm not going to say this I'm going to say this wrong every single time from P- Prime Fire uh, has fucked up the the radio and she's not going to be able to say goodbye to her mom again but like didn't the I feel like the last time she saw her mom they did the whole may we meet again routine yeah Bellamy was like you've done this you've you've done this before right you don't need to say goodbye again. Like, you're good. Uh, she's also, like, not right, good. No, she's not good. And, like, right when they s- finally start using the radios to communicate, like, it goes dead. At first I was like, oh, yay, people are finally talking to each other and filling them in, and then it goes dead. No, and then it goes dead. Uh, so 
Clark is all all broken up about this, and then Bellamy offers offers a shoulder to cry on, and I'm just like, oh my god, Bellark people are probably just fucking losing their minds at this episode, Ugh. losing their minds. I'm sure. I have to say, I am no longer a Bellark person. Right. Um, I am steadfast in not liking Clark after she decided to close the hatch, uh, and so every time now there's like a bell arc moment, I'm like, oh no, like, screw you, you close the hatch, like, mm-mm, no yeah. Clark. So Clark you, doesn't get Bellamy. Britt, what would it take to get you back on Clark's side? Uh, nothing. Maybe a cool new haircut? I mean, eh? cool new eh? haircut, eh? found the hair dye again. Eh? Anyway, no. that's getting ahead of ourselves. So, uh... <laughs> Bellamy and Raven just spent uh, nearly, or not nearly, they spent six years together yeah. up in a up in a spaceship. I'm just saying, put those two hot people in a room, I wonder what happens next. Yeah. I, I mean, also, we know what happens next, we've seen it before, but. I also wonder, I want to know how, how Echo kicked it as the seventh wheel <laughs> up on the <laughs> ring. I wonder how many times she threatened to, like, kill herself because she, like, wasn't fitting in. And every time they were like, no, 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 no. Like, where did you get that knife? We thought we took them all away from you. Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that we get um, some good spaceship time. Anyway, again, getting ahead of ourselves. Now, Britt, I uh, did not, I forgot to take notes on this episode, but I um, admonished you two. Do you want to br- to bring us through? I've, I've traditionally taken up the job of, of kind of the conductor of the podcast train, bringing us through the, the episode that we're talking about. Britt, do you want to take up my my place as conductor of of the train for this episode boy oh boy do i ever and it is All gonna right. be a fun ride so buckle up as you do on a train and we are going to <laughs> to uh hit 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 the road in our train i am going to just read verbatim <laughs> okay perfect um so where we left off was potential bell arc moment but nope, because they had to get back to work. Right, right, right. Uh, right. So we check back in with our hatch people. Uh, Indra is talking to O. O is having a little trouble. She's not liking this new position of leadership that she thrust herself into with her awesome killing. Mm-hmm. But Indra's she's like, like, I, I want to fight, and everybody's telling her like, no, but you're, but you're a good leader. She's like, all I did was win a fight, and they're like, fucking okay, listen, <laughs> just yeah. do it. <laughs> Indra's like, you gotta tell people how to sleep. You gotta tell people how to eat. We're finally gonna learn how everybody on Earth eats now. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then Indra pulls out a little coin, the little face coin. <sighs> the face coin of the commander. Okay. Is that I that, that face coin used to be on Lexa's face. Okay. So when they put the little like smudge on Clark's face, that was just like a placeholder for like the face coin of the commander. It's like the face coin's gonna go here. No, I think that just meant she was like a night blood or something. Oh, okay. Also, I don't remember what you're referring to, so I'm just That's guessing. That's okay. Uh, so Octavia takes that from Indra, steps up into her role, goes and speaks to her people, her wand crew, if you will. <laughs> Did you just change one crew into wand crew? No. Uh, the closed captioning... 
It said, we can are. You imagine, can you imagine being the person who has to write the closed captioning for this show? It was, it was amazing. Okay, so it said, we are one crew, W-O-N-K-R-U. Uh, it was fantastic. Amazing. And so she's speaking to her people that they are going to get through this and they're going to yeah. figure it out. The and then age we... of the old commanders is over. You no longer have to have a little spider bug in your brain to be a commander. Nope, you just have to kill everybody else who wants to be commander. Just yeah. like the good old days. Well, it, I, I've got a lot of questions. I think, I, think, I think that the 100 needs a prequel that's about Becca and like what the fuck she was thinking when she set this whole thing up. <laughs> I would love that. If the next season opened up with like, Becca's story and we got like Becca saving herself from radiation and like starting this new religion and coming down and calling herself a commander and like whatever happened next like I would be so stoked on that yeah because we I think we need answers Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think we we need some real deal answers so uh, so so this is the last we see of the uh of the rising from the ashes bunker people. Yeah, this is the last we see. They are listening intently to O. She is their leader. Uh, and then we leave them for six years and seven days. At least. At least. At least that long. All right. Uh, so we yeah. go back to the science hut. Science uh-huh, hatch. Uh-huh, science room. Yeah. Um, and there is just a wave of bad news from Raven. Like... She ticks off the longest to-do list and then, like, just rattles it off. Here we were thinking this was going to be easy. Mm -hmm. All we have to do is launch this spaceship, and she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's not going to be that easy. No. Wave of bad news from her. Um, I was so stoked to have Bellamy and Raven and Clark and John Murphy and Monty all together again, like, solving a problem. Like, all right, we do this. Oh, yeah. So Raven says her little list and uh breaking off of that we have john and monty going to the lighthouse to get the oxygen maker yeah apparently uh john and monty have not shared a scene since the first season um is what i I... saw them tweeting about and i was like oh man john and monty yeah uh which got a lull from me monty's like long form grudge versus john from like the last time he saw him yeah which was uh, for us, several years ago in the right. show, it's still it's still unclear. <laughs> yeah, we're not really sure how much time has passed. Um, but yeah, Monty being like, Ugh, "You like almost killed my friend after he got stabbed with an arrow." Like, whoa, so much has passed. Yeah, and that totally reminded me. Like, we've we've reminisced about how much of an asshole John Murphy was early on in the show, and and, and we've completely forgotten about apparently when he wanted. To kill Jasper <laughs> because because Jasper was hurt and was like uh, like crying in pain and John thought that it was like annoying or something. John used to be such a dick. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, John was bad news. So, and then at the same time, I was like, oh, Monty, you're being so mean. I like literally thought that he was going to convince John to like... I don't know. I didn't like the look that was getting in John's eye when Monty was being mean to him. I was like, he's going to try and like stay on the ground with uh, claw hand again. And I was like, I don't want this. Yeah, because he's like, because he's could be. Yeah, he's, well, yeah, because he's like, oh, these aren't really my people. Like, this is what claw hand. Uh, Imori has been trying to convince him the whole time is like, 
it's just us. We don't have any people. They don't even like you. They're going to try and kill me. Uh, and they're fragile. They're fragile people, John and Yeah, they've gone through a lot. Um, a lot of I'm, trust issues. I'm loving the snow that everybody's romping yeah. around in in their suits. That's super fun. Um, so those guys are going through the woods. We come back. More fodder for the Bellark people. Bellamy oh and Clark. Like, she's starting to look a little uh, peckish. He's, like, uh-huh. not having it. They talk some more emotional talk. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what they talk about. I just have Bellamy and Clark moment written down. They definitely had a moment. I mean, it was it's it's probably something about, like, how are we going to live with the choices we made? And it's like the same oh, way we was, always have. Uh, they were making a bunch of jokes <laughs> about all the oxymorons. He was like, ah, oh, cold right. sweat's an oxymoron. Only choice right. is an oxymoron. They were making jokes. Oh. Cracking well, wise. Nice. It's a little wise cracking from Bellamy and Clark. You know. Uh, and then uh, and then I forget what happens next. There's an explosion in the rocket as they are working on it. Uh, that's right. Here's Okay, so here's a question I have. Uh, when that explosion happened, I was like, what? Okay, what duty do we have Imori and... Um, <laughs> Imori and, and Echo working on in the spaceship. I think they said that they were like installing straps or something. They were like, installing okay. the straps. So okay. they were like, hey, Echo, you're good with a spear. Uh, here's yeah. a power tool. Solder a seat into this spaceship. And she's like, uh, a what into a what? And then... She's like, um, okay, totally cool. And then she leaves to kill herself. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going to go over here for a minute. Yeah, let me um, go just find this power, this power tool. So there's a little explosion in the rocket. They start listening to the computer. Another wave of bad news from Raven. Um, but she doesn't really tell us what's going on. She's just like, terminate the launch sequence. I'm outie. Uh, and we're like, dude, 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 Raven. Why? Um, so... <laughs> Expound, please. <laughs> but wait, why? Uh, so there's no comms. No comms. There's and no comms. Needed, she was like, okay, so the, she was like, uh, there's since there's nobody in the space ship, there's there's nobody in the the uh, the 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 ring. There's nobody in the we, ring, and they they turn the need, lights off. We're gonna need to have the comms so that I can hook into the comm and open the door remotely once we get up there. Uh, but since there's no power to the comms, we cannot... No, she needs the comms to turn the power on on the ring. Right, and she was going to do it from the spaceship. Because but to then, get the spaceship open, there's a big button on the outside. Yeah, you have to ring the doorbell <laughs> when you big, get up to the ring. <laughs> there's a big exterior button, which is, how, which is how you open all spaceship doors. But there still has to be power on, and they yeah. turned the lights off when they left, so... There's no way. So they got to get those comms back on. So uh, Bellamy comes in and does some dadding. Dad points to Bellamy for being like, listen, Raven, how can we do this? Um, She's like, I'm not smart enough without without the disease in my head. And he's like, yes, you are. I for a second thought she was going to like re-disease her brain and like, I don't know, (laughs) like tap into Allie again to be smart. I was like, no, no, no. Can of worms. Can of worms. Um, yeah, so Bellamy does some of his dadding that he has learned in the last handful of episodes, gets Raven's uh, spirits back up, and they have to get to a tower, which has Uh comms, turn those comms on, point it at the ring, and send it off to 
to get easy it going. Peasy. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Easy um, peasy. Lemon squeezy. Uh, something fucked up happens to Monty's hands. Yeah. Right? So hey, you uh, know we what? Cut back. I think I think that Monty and Imori are gonna have something to bond over. Oh yeah, I think Imori's gonna have to empathize a little bit with Monty. They're gonna share something personal. Um, yeah. yeah, so we cut back to where Monty and John are trying to get the air thing off, and it's just on, it's screwed on pretty tight. Um, so they have to pull it at the same time and unhook. Monty ends up sacrificing his hands to the radiation, which, like, super cool that the suit, like, apparently is only accessible to his hands. It's nice, doesn't, like, reach into the rest of his body. Yeah. So he throws his gloves off, unhatches the thing. Monty has no more hands. Uh, they quickly get it they're trying to make it way through the woods monty passes out john goes about the mission carrying the very heavy air purifier thing very heavy they made sure that we knew how heavy it was uh, a few times throughout this episode yeah. so so john's ripped long story short john's a beast beast mode john's john. john's beast he's had quite the emotional journey throughout this entire series um so they get back monty comes out or sorry no Murphy comes out of the woods with the air thing all by himself. Everybody's like, dude, where's Monty? He's like, ugh, take the air thing. I'm going to go get him. Bellamy goes after him. Clark goes on her own to the tower. To the to tower. Get the and Britt, Brit, she has to, she, she has to uh, leave in 10 minutes or she will not make it back to the spaceship. Yeah. 10 minutes. she has enough time? I don't know. I was like, I, you know, she's running through the woods. She's got a backpack full of stuff. I was worried that she was going to forget what she was supposed to do once she got there because she didn't write anything down and there was like seven instructions. Yeah. Um, uh, and then at this point, we see Echo put some uh, face paint on. This was, okay, so I didn't know what Echo was up to. And I think you, I guess you're probably clearly not supposed to. But when Echo... <laughs> when echo was like disappeared and then hiding somewhere and put like like war paint on her face i laughed so hard oh it was, was so like, funny oh you dumb fucks you dumb fucks trusting echo for one fucking second i thought she was gonna like do some kind of kamikaze like kill some people going, space is in defiance of the commander and like blow up the like i was oh god I was so prepared for some dumb shit like that. Oh, <laughs> or that she was going to kill a couple of them, so, like, then there would be oh, more room or something. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, then Monty uh, is found lying on the ground. He wakes up on his own alone. Um, and then just around the corner comes Bellamy and John. They all hug. Uh, Monty there was super... A th- there was a three-way bro hug? Um, no, but, uh, Monty hugged Bellamy and then John was like, yo, dude, I didn't even get a hug. And then Monty was like, you sacrificed me for the air. And John was like, yes. And then Monty gave him a big old hug. Right. So there's just like hugs on hugs on hugs, uh, between Monty and Bellamy and John. Yeah. Um, No, there's no time for hugs. It's too bad that Raven wasn't there because she would have admonished them. Oh oh my God. She would not. There's no time for hugs. She would have been like, are you serious? Um, cut back to clark she gets to the tower she pushes the button dish isn't and it works oh it doesn't work no 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 no, no, clay it doesn't work so there's a plan Dish is not aligned but things don't go as planned no no no. Um, manual override needed 
really tall tower. <laughs> At the top of the tower. The, to- the, the, the tower that does not have a ladder, which is uh-uh. interesting to me. She has to, like, climb up the outside, like, crisscross structure of the tower, which if you're going to put a manual override on something, I, <laughs> you should probably, like, design a way to get to it. Yeah, I, I mean... Guess. I mean, it wouldn't have been quite as dramatic if we would have seen her going up, like, a really slow, like, exterior escalator that, like, brought her all the way up the tower. Just not as dramatic. But even, like, a ladder. Right. Like, those things can have ladders rather than just, like, the crisscross structure. Um, But, yeah. So, Clark takes her climb, and she knows that she's not going to be able to make it down. She kind of calls it. She makes the decision. She, and she declares her own fight over. She declares her own fight over, which kind of bummed me out because, like, she says that to a lot of people and, like, was taught to say that as, like, sort of a community, like, accepting the end thing. So it really bummed me out that she was, like, alone without any sort of camaraderie in that moment. So I yeah. felt my heart went out for Clark a little bit when she said my fight is over to herself. I thought you didn't like Clark. Yeah, no, she bugs me, but... um I just like it's something that like means a lot to her. So yeah, cut back to <gasps> Echo with a gnarly knife. Uh, yeah. She does the dumb slit my hand thing to get there, a bloody there. to like mark where she's gonna stab with a nice big old bloody handprint. I, do you think there is? Can you think of any character on this show that does not have a scar across their entire palm? <laughs> there should like. Be like, hey, look, oh, me too. Like, oh, wait, when did you, like, <laughs> oh, wow. mercy cut your hand? Um, yeah, so we come on to Echo. She's uh, got a big old bloody handprint on her stomach, and Bellamy finds her um, and convinces her not to do it. That's, like, pretty much all Bellamy did this this episode was jump from scene to scene where he had to, like, talk some hysterical woman off of a ledge. <laughs> um it's his heart it's his heart that makes him a leader but we need his brain Britt. we, we need, need his, his brain, brain too, too. Um, um yeah so he just like yeah he's he 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 gives like a power talk to octavia and then a power talk to clark and then a power talk to raven and then a power talk to echo the only people he doesn't be, get to are uh uh i would love to see him try and like pep talk Imori and just watch her just like oh my roll her eyes and be like, whatever, dude. Imori would not be having that. Um, but like Echo has really cool yoga clothes, which like really <laughs> threw me off. She like got up and walked away and her costume was like a really fashionable pair of like yoga pants and a yoga bra. And I was like, huh. It's like somebody went shopping. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was cool. I like that they have like cool athletic clothes under their grounder wear. <laughs> yeah. The grounder stuff is just all for show. Um, yeah, so a lot's happened in the last 10 minutes, but they got to suit up. They got to get in the rocket. So that's where we're yeah. going. Uh, Bellamy's got to make the decision, and they close the rocket door. Close it up. Bef- uh, but now before Imori is like, can't we give her a little more time? I'm like, Which, what? like huh? What, huh? Change of heart, Imori. Interesting. Um, that's like the, Interesting Amori. the first non-survivalist thing that Amori has ever said or done. Yeah. Uh, Britt, so the rocket launches. Did you notice? Maybe my favorite thing that's happened to this entire season of oh my God. The 100. What is it? What is it? And I, it's, it's, did you notice the new, the new clothes? Ching, 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 for Amori. What do you okay. mean? 
Let me. So I am not going to argue for quote unquote new clothes for the spacesuits because everybody just puts on spacesuits. However, Kay. they as as the rocket goes off and they're kind of like getting getting like close ups showing everybody like gra- like gripping each other's hands and things. <laughs> Imori had has, a custom has a custom space glove for her lobster hand <laughs> held together by duct tape. Uh, <laughs> And that's the greatest thing. And and that is, I think that counts as new clothes. (laughs) Okay. I'm totally okay with that because I did uh, bump on that and I was like, oh, lobster claw hand. (laughs) (laughs) Lobster glove. Oh, lobster glove. Um, Yeah, I love that. I, the rocket works um, without a hitch flawlessly. Uh, that's super great. Raven starts to suit up for her spacewalk. I loved seeing um, Echoes and Amori's faces, like once they made it into space, because everybody else was yeah. like, "Uh, this is how we grew up." Um, Amori again. is like, "This is fucking awesome." on her face and then echo is like this is terrifying Echo's like i should have killed myself i was like i don't like this, this i don't horrible. like this i don't like this at all <laughs> um so yeah they're Wait, in does space the, does the uh, manual override work immediately for clark um no she has to what? she has to move it again and then move it back to where she tried it before and then move it again uh, Clark, yeah, so Clark's up she there. She has to put like both hands on it and really give it the old heave ho. Yeah, um, and then we get it. And it's almost there, and then the screen goes black, <gasps> foiled again. And then I'm pretty sure she threw it off of the. Yeah, here's okay. So yeah, here's my thing, Clark. Uh, if you're not entirely sure what happened with this thing, but it <laughs> it, it, it turned off and you're kind of frustrated, like. Maybe don't immediately unplug it and throw it in anger. Like maybe just like be angry. Sure, be angry. Yeah. Uh, maybe like kick, kick a hunk of metal or something. But like don't yank out the iPad and 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 throw it to the ground. I mean, she must <laughs> eventually like have figured out that it worked because she like expected them to be alive as she radioed them for years later on yeah. we learn i mean i i sub I, yeah i have well i guess this will all be answered uh, in the future but here okay so the death wave is coming she gets up to the top of that tower she can and see it she can see it like this shit is coming down on them we saw how quickly it blew through polis oh i also they told us how far polis is from the science lab which is 200 miles uh yeah there was a two so, in that number it was 200, so, um, all right. I would be curious to go back and look at the other episodes, <laughs> knowing how many miles it is away, and yeah. kind of, like, trying to figure out, like, what all See the what distance their, is. See what their driving time is in between there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's bearing down on her. Uh, I, I, I thought maybe, like, I, I don't know. I, I thought maybe there's going to be, like, an Indiana Jones 4 moment where she, like, grabs onto the fucking, like, dish, and the thing and comes, comes through. comes under and, like, her? She... Yeah, she just goes like she like like uses the dish as a shield and gets like blasted a hundred miles and somehow like lands and she's fine. But she's uh, able to make it to back to the lab. Yeah, we cut to her running through the forest. She falls, breaks her mask, has to cover breaks it with her, her hand as she continues to run. She makes it. 
Uh, what, what I wanted to see is how she fucking got down out of the tower. Did she like slide down the side of the yeah, tower? Yeah, she like she got found down so some fast. wire and like swung down. Um, she got down so fast. But that's uh, so we see her. She falls. Her face screen breaks. Um, but let's uh, cut back to see where our space people are doing. So uh, yeah. they get to the ring. They have yeah, to. Well, Getting the door open was is not the only obstacle that we face. No, we got to get the door open and we got to get oxygen started because humans need O2 to breathe. Um, yeah, they do. O2, yeah. o, o, o2, O2 they. they. Oh, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, man. So while they're trying to get in, Clark is super bubbly um, from radiation. Her skin's all bubbly. Yeah. And then she falls over. And that's the that's the last we see of her for a few years. Uh, that's the last for a few years. So 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 we fulfill the prophecy that um, Abby had in her in her Becca dream about yeah. Clark doing face bubbles. So what is does that mean? Does that mean that having Becca brain means you can see the future? Like I feel like this is not this has not been explained or explored. Why why is this? <laughs> yeah, and like has Abby um, cured herself of Becca brain yet, or does Abby like keep seeing the future? Yeah. I think like, there's have, some things have, we need to know. Like, have the, yeah, like, okay, so here's what I want to know is for this, like, six years, like, maybe, maybe, um, Abby tried to, to de-beck a brain, but, like, she fucked it up or something. And so they've just, like, been keeping her in a dark room. <laughs> Telling her not to use her brain and, like, Telling writing her not down, to use her brain. <laughs> writing down the premonitions that she has. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, so, yeah, so. Uh, we we think that Clark is probably okay, but we don't know for sure. We don't up, know. up back in the ring, uh, Raven is Raven rings the doorbell. Doesn't work. Rings the doorbell again. They get in. Uh, we don't get to see it, but they get everybody over to the ring. Close it all up. Um, everybody is running out of oxygen. Everybody's passing yeah. out. We're low. Uh, Bellamy has to uh, use his heart uh, and connect the oxygen maker uh, upon Monty's instructions, which well, Monty's instruction. <laughs> remember, I, I love, remember yeah. when Monty was non-essential. Remember when they tried to say that Monty wasn't smart enough to be like, to live. He, yeah. he has saved the day so many goddamn times. No, it was great. Like <laughs> Monty's whole thing for the first like three seasons was being like self-conscious. Cause he thought he was, he was worthless. And then they just decided like, Oh no, <laughs> Monty is, is the only smart one besides Raven. Because <laughs> Bellamy is a real dum-dum. He gets the thing hooked up and he's like, he stares at it. He's like, it, it, it's, it's not working. It's not working. Monty, what do I, what you, and Monty's like, hit, turn on the on switch. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay. It's like, turn it on. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's not about Bellamy's brain, Clay. It's about, no. it's about what's right here in his heart. Yeah. And uh, they get that air going. That's sweet, sweet O2. They get that air going. Everybody's ripping off everybody's masks, shoving their faces in the air vents, and they're stoked. They're happy. Yeah. They are breathing a fresh breath of relief. Of space air. <laughs> of space air. Which, like, thank goodness that the ring is fully intact and the air is really quick. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's great. Uh, <laughs> went real it quick. It still needs... It, it, they're they're gonna have to do some feng shui in there though because <clears throat> those are some bleak co- bleak corridors Super up there bleak. in the ring. Uh, oh, I can't wait to see what they've done with the space. I can't yeah. wait. 
Um, I was so, so pleased when at the end, the ship that comes down is not, uh, not our space friends. That was amazing. I need, uh, we need to spend a little bit of time up in the ring. Yeah. So Bellamy and Raven uh, are standing in the window, looking down at earth. Yeah. What is, 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 is there a shipping, a shipping name for Raven and Bellamy? Um, Ray, Relamy? Ravenemy, or Belvin? Belvin? No, Belavin. Belavin? Ah, believe in Belavin. (laughs) Believe in Belavin. I'm gonna start a hashtag. (laughs) Uh, I want them to fall in love. Believe in (laughs) Belavin. That's so awful. I can't. I can't Uh, stop thinking about it. It's amazing. So, all right. All right. So, cut to black. Six (gasps) years and seven days later. Man, yeah, right in with that time jump. And six years. So we're already expecting it to only be five because they're all like, oh, everything's going to be fine in five years. Right. So six years later, uh, Britt, who who do we see? Um, (laughs) Here's the funny thing. So my, um, as I was watching this, my buffering was kind of shitty. So I could hear Clark's voice, but my screen was black. And I was like, ooh, bold move. Just like Clark. No, I, think, I think that's how it was. That's how it started? I think it started her, you you heard her VO over, over black before the picture came in. Okay, well, I loved it. I like literally thought it was going to be, though, like Clark's been in the dark, like locked into the like space bunker for seven years and, and like trying and, not and to go crazy. The lights went out. Yeah, the lights went out and she couldn't figure it out. Um, but no, uh, we get in on her eyes. She definitely has mascara in this new world. Um, yeah, she she has hair dye. She got a haircut. She haircut. went shopping. Got shopping. new clothes. Ching, 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 ching. New clothes. Future clothes for Clark. Yep. I mean, which makes sense. It's been six years. You got to get new clothes in that time. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, a little bump when she says, we tried to dig them out of the bunker, but there was too much rubble. Also, like, it's been six years. You couldn't keep working on it. It's like, did you have a time limit to yourself? I mean, a whole city came down on top of it. Yeah. If you don't have, if you don't have, like, cranes and bobcats and stuff. You mean if it's only you and then a preteen? Yeah, if it's just you and a little kid, like, you're probably... And and that kid's, what, 12 or something? So, like, they're not going to be... They're not going to be much help. Yeah, at least they Although tried. it sounds like there's other kids. So there's a kid. And yeah. at first you're like, at, at first your brain is like, did Clark have a kid? And then you're like, who, what? And what? then you're like, that uh, kid is way older than six. Yeah, what, why chromosome? Why chromosome? I don't know. Is that the man one? I think so. What why chromosome did Clark uh, interact with? In, in a biological way no. in, at any point. Yeah, we don't even have recently. like anything that could be a surprise. Like, yeah, you know, although, you know what, Brick, con- considering how confused we are about about how long time has passed, like that could be fucking Finn's kid for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not because that kid is like 13 years old. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> once the kid gets gets up out of their blanket fort, we realize that this is some kind of, of, of yeah, like a 12 year old child. So at some point, Clark ran into some Right. I, it sounded like she said, like, let's go back to the others. It sounds like there she found some contingent of people who were not 
not in the bunker, uh, and that survived. Yeah, and some night bloods. She said, my little night blood. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I didn't hear her say anything about there being others. I must have missed that. I thought she said, like, let's get back to the others or we got to tell the others. I, I could have sworn. Oh, okay. I, I could also be wrong. Um, but yeah, so she uh, is living the hashtag van life with this van life. 13-year-old. They are just waiting, trying to talk to every, trying to get those comms back up. She's been working on yeah. those comms for a really long time. Um, and then we see a ship. We hear a sonic boom and we see a ship. And Clark's like, psh, never mind, Belle. I see you coming. Yeah. Hangs up Belle. the phone. Um, and the ship comes down. She gets her little night blood friend to come look. Uh, gets her rifle to look at it closer. And then she's like, oh, shit. Oh, no. We see this ship come down. Elegious. Elegious Corporation Prison Transport. <gasps> Elegious. Somebody sent down their own prisoners to see if the earth was oh, habitable. No. Uh, so. So here's where we're at. So our space friends are still in space, we assume. Yeah. Our bunker friends are still in the bunker, we assume. Mm-hmm. And we're about to have some new criminal friends. New, do you space think, transport. Do you think they're adults or children? I think they're adults. No, and, and they aren't necessarily like prisoners either. I mean, it has been a hundo years, so they're probably like, yeah, it probably is fucking kids. It's probably the like <laughs> children of prisoners that were sent off planet and then everything went to shit. Because if there's like a bunch of, see, here's the other thing we didn't really consider, Britt, is, is if, 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 if this is a world where there was like enough people just kicking it in space to have the arc at the beginning, like yeah. there was that many people off planet, like, we don't know what sort of planetary expeditions are going on. We don't know what sort of like there, there could be a whole like maybe, maybe there's a whole fucking Mars colony and they're just now coming to check it out or, or something. Yeah. There could be some, something going on. So this we know is a is a prison transport, which indicates to us that in the future, um, you know, they were pulling sort of a space Australia move where they were sending prisoners away uh, off planet. So I'm, there's probably some, like, super cool, like, space prison colony that got turned into a new society somewhere. Cool. Uh, very stoked. Very, very stoked. Uh, this is, like, I was, uh, if, 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 if it had, you know, if it had just been Bell and company coming back, I'd have been like, ah, lame. Super lame. Um, however, love this new spaceship. Love the promise of a new uh, group, a new science fiction group of yeah. something or other the this is uh, our, our is newest our newest society in three seasons season one we had or i don't remember when the mountain men came in but we had our sky crew well, our grounders and our mountain men we the mountain men were the very end of season remember season one ended with clark like passing out or in the field or whatever and yeah. the mountain men in the hazmat suits like surround her yeah so we are due was, for we're due yeah. for a new um, a new group of people. New group of people, new group of possibly some some adults. Uh, I think I think that the cool guest star possibilities are great for next season. Oh yeah, I'm stoked that Clark in the last six years she like has traveled the world and then just decided to come back to the east coast of the United States and was like, you know what, this is the best place there is. I've been everywhere. Everywhere else looks like shit. Like just come back here. <laughs> Just come back here. This, this has been great. great. 
Uh, I want to see her Instagrams <laughs> from her van travels. Uh, van life. Great stuff. What else? I don't know. Like, I'm just, I, I don't have a lot of demands. I'm very excited about next season. I have deeply invested in what's been going on up on the ring. I'm definitely less invested in what's been going on in the bunker. <laughs> just because I, I like, just don't. I, I want to see like, it, you know? I hope yeah. they oh, don't. Well, yeah. I hope, like, we kind of get a mix of, like, flash forward, flash back. Because I'd love to, like, kind of see how they went through, how it all worked out. Like, I don't need to spend a lot yeah. of time on it. But, like, I want to get a glimpse of what they've been like living in the bunker and living in space, you know? Yeah. I do, too. I, they, if, I, 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 I trust that they will be able to do something interesting with it. Uh, so I am very, very, very curious. Um, and I'm curious to see uh, how they were able to uh, uh, kind of kind of quash their differences down there in the bunker and make everything uh, livable and peaceful enough. Uh, and I would love to see kind of like, let, you know, let's assume, maybe assume that, you know, there wasn't some sort of a, like a fucking subterranean race war that broke out in the bunker and everyone's dead. Let's, uh, let's maybe, let's maybe just assume that everything went well and according to plan and our characters have had five to six years of relative peace, uh, how that's going to change them. It'd be very interesting if the prison colony comes down and starts like fucking start some shit and they're like, Oh no, like we're so outnumbered. We need the bunker people. And they get down in the bunker and they're all like, Oh no dog. We're, we're peaceful now. Yeah. I mean, we got a we're little bit gonna of take up arms again. Clark was like who I am. Ha <laughs> ha. Who I was, who I was, but she still has like a dope ass rifle now. So. Yeah. She's like, get the rifle. And she like went back to dyeing her hair red. Yeah, so uh, yeah, there's so many possibilities. The whole prison transport thing could be a whole like could be a whole trick. It's just a it's just like an old ship that used to be for prisoners, and now mm-hmm. uh, it's just bringing some new people. But uh, oh man, very excited. Yeah, very excited for season five. Very excited. All right, should we go to the boards? Let's go to the boards. All right. So uh, so this is the last, the final, uh, the final point uh, total board game part of blood must talk about blood for season four uh not too many points this episode we didn't we didn't allot points for sacrifice uh which is the main thing that happened in this episode uh so we're gonna have to i guess maybe think about that for next season yeah sacrifice is one thing and then uh dad points dad points dad is something points and mom points that or came it just up be like parenting <laughs> parent points Parent non because, non-gendered parent points. Yeah, it looks like Clark uh, has maybe um, going to be racking up some p- parent points next season. Uh huh. We'll see who gets her on their team. We will find Ooh. out. But for this season, I on my team I have four re- remaining players after two uh, met their met their end through the course of the season. King Roan and uh, and Jasper. So I had Clark Imori. Uh, Jaha and um, who's the other person on my team? Clark, Imori, Jaha, Octavia, and uh, Octavia on my team. Octavia did not pick pick up any points. Amori didn't pick up any points, or Amori did. Uh, Jaha did not appear. And you know what, Brett? I read that Isaiah Washington will uh, not will only be a recurring character next season. He will not be a series regular any longer. So I'm going to be curious to see how the cast gets gets shaken up next yeah, year. Yeah, that'll be interesting. A couple of big deaths this year, and and also it kind of feels like maybe it's time to 
get some new blood injected yes. uh, into the proceedings. Uh, very curious. I'm actually a little bit surprised like Raven made it through. I, I, I kind of thought she was going to move on, going to bite it, bite the old dust. But uh, <laughs> but I guess not. So anyway, uh, Clark and Amori both uh, picked up some new digs. Wait, not new digs, new threads. New digs would be a house. Yeah. Bridge, next season, should we, should we put on like new house points? <laughs> Well, that can't be, like, a thing that we do at the time jump. Everybody's going to have a new house. Everybody's going to have a new house. So, new digs for Clark and Amori. That's eight points apiece, so that's 16. 16 for Clay. Um, Over on my side. So, on my team, uh, I had Bellamy Kane, John Murphy, Raven, Monty, and Abby. Um, I had benched Abby. Uh, Kane did not make an appearance, um, and it was just kind of low points. I had a couple lols that I was going to get points for. I had a lol for the hug moment in the woods. Um, and mm-hmm. then I had a lol when Monty was like, you got mad at my friend seven years ago. Um, <laughs> so I had two lol points on my team, uh, putting me at six points if you're on board with that. Putting Britta at six points. Uh, well deserved. Uh, so, Britt, that means... The final, the final uh, contest here in season four of Blood Must of the Hundred and season one of Blood Must Talk About Blood. Uh, the last contest goes back to me. Uh, I had a, I, I had a, a, an incredible streak going at the beginning of the season, and you picked up a couple of contests uh, in the end run. But yeah. I believe when all is said and done, I won eleven out of thirteen games, and you had two, two, just a measly two. two. My team had the heart. And the brains, because I had Bellamy and Raven, but right. my team did not like killing people. <laughs> Your team did not have the blade. Uh, so, in, <laughs> speaking speaking of Brit, we should pick uh, an episode MVP, and then we're gonna have to pick a season MVP as well. Yes, we um, are. Clearly, it's gonna be someone from the winning team, from Team Clay. Uh, but <gasps> I wonder who it's gonna be. So, what, Brit, first let's, t- let's start with the episode. Who is the MVP of? <sighs> Prime fire. Here's the thing. Is it Clark? I mean, okay, so let's see. Let's the 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 top competitors are Clark who who did the like kind of uh, very visceral sacrificial act of climbing the tower and realigning the thing and saying that my fight is over. Uh Raven, you know, as ever without her mechanical brain, uh they would have all been dead a long time ago. Uh and yeah. then Bellamy uh, but if we, you know, if, if we follow this all the way back, uh, where did everyone get the fucking strength to go on? And it was from <sighs> big, big, big Papa Bell. So I so like some, some I interesting like choices. I like throwing it to Bellamy for his emotional support. Interesting idea. Bellamy with the emotional support. MVP of the season finale episode. <laughs> Prime Fire. MVP. Uh, Bellamy's heart. Congratulations, Bellamy. Uh, Britt. Looking at the whole season. Yeah. And I know this is going to be tough, but who is the league MVP? I feel like we could discuss it, but I, I think if we did the entire time, I would just be kind of like, well, this is an exercise in futility because obviously it is Octavia, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Octavia really ran the boards. Um, she really did a lot this season. I, 
actually fully support that. Um, she's definitely come into her own as a leader, especially with where she was at at the start of the season and where she ended up at the end of the season. She did a lot. Yeah. She changed a lot. She grew a lot. Um, I definitely get behind throwing it to O. If I wanted to go into this argument, I would also um, throw Raven into the ring uh, with what she's done. Hers was a, a lot more of an internal thing. Um and she went through a lot, but Raven did some really cool things. Did some very, very cool things. Uh, unfortunately, it was on a uh, losing, a, a very badly losing team, which if you're on the worst team in the league, you pretty much, you, you can't really hold your breath for the old MVP trophy. But I would say that uh, had your team won the season, it would easily be Raven. Uh, Octavia, you're right. Um, on top of just general badassery, she definitely did have uh, one of the most complete arcs in the season, uh, going from lone wolf to leader of the free world. Mm -hmm. So, very impressive. Uh, love Octavia. Love Marie. Um, Av Avgerpola. 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 Uh, she's great. Um, boy, oh boy. I, you know, if you go all the way back to the beginning of the season, I think I, 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 I think I drafted Octavia second, um, behind Clark and yeah. I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but I was like, God, you know what? Octavia, if nothing else is going to kill some extras. Uh, and, uh, boy, boy, oh boy, did picking her ever pay off. Congratulations the girl under the floor. I also love how in the last couple episodes they brought back the whole thing where she, like all of a sudden a thing they have not brought up in like four years that she lived under a floor it comes up in like every other episode. It was great. Like, I was the girl under the floor, remember? It was Octavia being under the floor <laughs> and then people being pissed at John when he used to be a little shit yeah. is what they brought oh, back. Bringing back, bringing back the John <laughs> memories was also delightful. Um, yeah, I, I, it was, it was like some, like they gave the writers PA some assignment to like <laughs> go back to the first season. Like, what, what can we reference? What callbacks can we have? Let's bust out some callbacks. So, Octavia, season MVP for season one of Blood Must Talk About Blood. Yes, indeed. Uh, I wish we had, I, I, I wish we had some sort of like a fanfare or a processional song we could play uh, to crown, to crown Queen Octavia. Um, but this will just have to do for now. Queen O. Queen O. That, that just works. Yeah, it does. It just it just flows. Queen R sounds weird. Who's Queen R? Well, if if Raven had one. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. <laughs> Queen O. Um, MVP of Blood Must Talk About Blood. Blood Must Talk About Blood. Uh, we are going to be back soon. Because we're going to do a bonus episode. Britt, you read the first book in the Cass Morgan, The Hundred Book uh, series. I did. Which is, uh, if I, you know, no spoilers, obviously I don't know much about it, but I've heard that it is quite a bit different from the show. It is. I can't wait to tell you about it. Uh, I read the first one. I had a lot of fun with it, blew through it in an afternoon and a half. Uh, there's three more books with uh, four total. So we get to talk about all four of those eventually. Um, yeah. I can't wait. So over the course of the of the summer and uh, and the general future, you will be telling, recounting to me what happens in Cass Morgan's The Hundred Books, and and I will just, I guess, be, uh, be give listening. a lot of like shocked reactions at a lot yeah. of probing. So questions. So if anybody was a fan of my version of going through the episode, uh, <laughs> come back and listen to me just talk Clay through the plot points of the book. 
listen to <laughs> it'll be like a like an audiobook but I, i'll try to ask good questions i'll be a good student great um and then also brit we we hear blood must talk about blood obviously we love cw's the hundred but we don't only love cw's the hundred we love all post-apocalyptic fiction yes would you agree i agree with that statement wholeheartedly one of the reasons we love The 100 in the first place is that we both love post-apocalyptic fiction. So we have decided uh, that uh, coming into this summer, leading up to the release of Fox's War for the Planet of the Apes, we are going to go back and watch the Planet of the Apes film series, starting with the 1968 Charlton Heston starring Rod Serling scripted original film, The Planet of the Apes. Um, haven't decided yet if we're going to do the Tim Burton uh, movie. I didn't even know there gonna... was a Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton did one with Mark Wahlberg in like 2001 oh, or 2002. we are doing that one. Oh my God, I didn't even know about it until just now and I am so stoked. So I guess we'll also be doing the Tim Burton one. Uh, so there are five in the original Planet of the Apes uh, series, plus the Tim Burton one, plus the first two in the new Planet of the Apes series. And we're gonna be going through all those uh, this summer leading up to... Two, I believe it's mid-July or late July is when we're going to get War for the Planet of the Apes. So we gotta we gotta get cracking. Maybe yeah. we'll do a couple episodes where we talk about two of them. Uh, but if you want to join us for that, you are more than welcome. Clay, have you seen all of these movies before? I have not. No, I've seen the original one, but it was when I was a child. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe I rented it from the library. Uh, and I don't remember it hardly at all. Uh, I have seen the Tim Burton one, but it was in theaters, so that was, again, now probably 15 years ago. Uh, I, I have, and I know you have, uh, seen the new, the Rise of the Planet of the Apes and the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I've seen each of those yeah. um, a couple of times. So uh, we're pretty familiar with, with this current series. But the old Planet of the Apes movies, uh, at the very least, they're all very, very fun. Uh, I know there's a high camp level uh, and i know um that they are beloved so i'm really excited to dig into those films nice yeah i have a very small uh recollection of the original one but like again if you saw it when you were a child i'm sure i was probably there as an even younger child um so i'm excited to go back and see those all right so that is going to be soon uh next week uh, we're talking about the first book in the hundred book series and uh yeah that's that is it for season one of the hundred uh stick with us uh, as we explore f- deeper into the world of the hundred and deeper into the world of post-apocalyptic fiction and we'll be back for season five uh next year 2018 man for season five uh, and that is when uh the blood must talk about blood game will return and when the episode recaps will return but brett we are going to be here we are always going to be here we'll be here for the six years <laughs> and seven days the six years and seven days until the Elegious Prison Corporation <laughs> sends their dropship down. Can't, I cannot wait. Uh, Britt, you are on Twitter at Britt C. Keller. I'm on Twitter at Clay Keller. Uh, you can go to the uh, website for the show. It's bloodmusttalkpod.com where you can go back and revisit all the episodes and check out all of the points boards and the final winners, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Very exciting. <laughs> I have some website update updating to do got some website updating uh, full disclosure but our music is by the very talented joshua hendrix you can get his more of that good tunes at joshua 
incomparable. I think I'm going to upgrade Joshua Hendricks to incomparable. Incomparable. It's great. It's it's just great. Like we have really great, great music. theme music. Great theme music. Uh, very 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 lucky. Very blessed. Uh, wow. So Britt, we made it to the end. We did. Congratulations. Uh, not a lot. Not all of our uh, friends and teammates made it with us. May they rest in no. peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Jasper. Right. R. I. I feel like we Jasper. haven't had time to fully like like absorb that one. Yeah. I mean. No, because we've been running against Prime Fire ever since it happened. We didn't get a chance to mourn, um, but he's been with us since the beginning. He was one yeah, of his the presence, original 100. Yeah, his his presence will definitely be felt, or his his uh, presence will be missed, and his absence will be felt uh, next season. Um, but congratulations to Devin Bostick on his uh, graduation from the hundred school and his moving on to bigger and better things. Uh, I don't know, Britt, if you saw the trailer for Okja, the new um, Bong Joon-ho movie on Netflix with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Tilda Swinton, etc. And uh, hey, you know who else is on that cast? Listed listed uh, in between the names of people like Jake Gyllenhaal and Paul Dano Whoa. is uh, Devin Bostick. That's yeah. awesome. Props, Devin. There you go. Props, Devin. Uh, Britt, there's nothing really else left to say we'll be back next week but for today our pod is over (laughs) (laughs) and may we but and may we podcast again may we podcast again